Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shot. We work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality, and performance and underpin well-being as a competitive advantage. Our solutions include a well-being portal, an audit service, bespoke guide, workshops, and leadership coaching. Find out more by visiting www.bodyshopperformance.com. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Spencer, and forgive slightly poor audio this week. I'm actually recording this from the office. Yep, we've gone back. So I'm not in front of my usual microphone, but hopefully the message is coming over loud and clear. Thank you for tuning in. Before I get started, I just want to bring to your attention a couple of webinars that we're going to be running soon. On the 16th of July at 11.30am, that's a Thursday, we'll be running our crisis recovery webinar. What part does wellbeing play and why does it matter? So we've had really good attendance for these webinars, great interaction. A lot of people are quite happy to come on. Cameras on, mics on, but irrespective of your comfort around doing that, join us if you're head of people, HR manager, HR director, if you run your own organisation or if you have any professional interest in how we're going to navigate a return to the next phase of recovery and what part wellbeing plays in that. And then the other one is on the 30th, which again is a Thursday at 11.30am. These are free to sign up for, by the way, and it's called Mental Health, How to Ensure Your People Thrive and Not Just Survive as We Return to Work. So in that, we'll be talking about all the different aspects of mental well-being and what you need to be aware of. And what I think some of the hangovers will be as we come out of a, a period where we've had a loss of connection, isolation. I think people's mental health is going to be, in some cases, really quite poor. So we'll discuss all of that in the upcoming webinars. Now, The subject for for this week's podcast is about how to energize Zoom meetings. I've uh, started work very recently as the head of well-being for a company called iTech Media. So on the days that I work for them, I am very much in front of Zoom pretty much all day. And it's really opened my eyes to the kind of challenges that not only iTech, but most people are facing doing meetings and having all their connection and their interaction online. So I've got a few ideas for you, Um, whether you're running the meetings or you're joining other people's meetings. Here are some of the things that you can do to make them more energized. The very first thing is an obvious one. It's think about the time frame of the meeting. Most meetings we tend to set up as a default of one hour, but a lot of calls or meetings could be done in half the time. So firstly, if you think you've got a meeting that's going to need about 40 minutes, assign 30 because it's really good discipline to have people not only exercise brevity, but also make sure they've prepared and they're to the point. Uh, and try and get the meetings into as short a space of time as you can, but not degrade the um, productivity of the meeting. So short time frames of meetings. I know that when I think I've got an hour coming up, I can sometimes feel quite, oh, an hour. An hour when I can't move and I've just got to look at the screen and deal with all the cutouts and all the other issues around um, Zoom technology, good as it can be. So short time frame, very, very punchy and to the point. The second thing you can do to energize them is kick off with an energizer. So you can do this in a number of different ways. You could have something that's quite physical. So I open up some meetings with a light jog on the spot. And I may do that Tabata style, which means we'll jog on the spot for 20 seconds and we'll rest for 10. But that's actually a four minute exercise. So maybe you can open up with just 30 seconds of jogging on the spot or squat. And as you come up out of the squat, you exhale as you punch left and then right. 
And you could do that maybe 10 times. Just get the meeting kicked off with some energy, with some movement and a little bit of breath work thrown in as well. Because it can really wake up people's nervous systems, get a bit of fresh blood pumping through the body if they've been seated for a long time and get the sympathetic nervous system activated with some breath work. So that can be very powerful. Another way breath work I've mentioned is to open up the meeting with a highlight. So we have our team meetings for Body Shot every Monday, uh, Monday lunchtime. And we always open up with a highlight because we can lift the energy a little bit. We can talk about something really positive. Even if there's difficult things we're going to have to discuss in that meeting, we're kicking off with a positive. Here's the highlight from the weekend. So I find that's very effective as well. So short time frame for the meeting and then kick off with an energizer to lift the tone of the meet as well. While I'm on that subject, what's quite nice to close a meeting is, does anyone need any help? Does anyone need supporting? What can I do to support you in your well-being? Now, that needs to come from a genuine, authentic place. But that's, again, very powerful, um, a way of closing the meeting and pulling your team together at a time where they are not in a central location. So other things to energize the Zoom meeting, have those meetings standing. I've just run a 90 minute session for iTech and I got asked everyone at the very outset if they wouldn't mind standing up and everyone stood. And as far as I know, they stood for the, the duration of the meeting. And the difference that makes is quite significant in terms of energy, but it's also quite significant in terms of the duration of the meeting. It is much easier to keep a meeting short and to the point when people are standing up because there's only so long that they'll move from one hip to the other. So that's the other thing you can do to energize a Zoom meeting, stand up, even allow people to walk around. You know, they could, they could maybe switch the camera off for some things and just go for a little walk or leave the camera on um, and hold that up in front of their face and just move around a little bit. But give people permission to do that and you'll find the energy just shoots up. Another little hack that I like is when somebody's speaking, sometimes in a meeting, there's an issue around somebody likes the sound of their own voice or somebody just can't get to the point quickly. They keep over-egging and making the point in different ways. So one of the ways that you can try and get around that without being rude is this request that everybody who's speaking in a meeting or anybody who's speaking in the meeting stands on one leg. You could even have a bit of a joke about it. So you could have the pelican prize, for example. So an inflatable pelican that is gifted to someone or handed to them if you're all in the same room for standing on one leg. Or it could even become, you know, really, really play around with it. You know, when you're holding the pelican, you're speaking. Uh, that maybe avoids people cutting over each other. Lots of different ways that you can do this, depending on how serious the meeting needs to be. But I really like the idea of the pelican, which is that when you're speaking, you stand on one leg because people will be brief and they will be to the point when they're less comfortable. So that is another thing that you can you can have a think about. But the bottom line is, is this really with Zoom meetings. They can be really quite intensive in terms of our energies. I find it's it's quite, you've got the cutouts to deal with. You don't connect in quite the same way with other people. We also are able to look past people and, and look at different different distances, which is what our eyes really want to do. They want to look at different distances. And you don't get that with Zoom. You're looking at one screen all the time at just one distance. The other issue with it is that we're constantly being subjected to blue light, which is emitted from these screens. It's a frequency of light, not a colour. And the problem with it is overexposure or exposure to blue light at the wrong times of day means that, that we, it suppresses, basically has the effect of suppressing melatonin, which is released by the pineal gland in the brain. And melatonin is the hormone that prepares us for sleep. So we also want to be careful about the amount of screen time that we're getting, particularly in the latter part of the day and certainly in the evening. So taking uh, something like blue light blocking glasses and wearing those, and there's a couple of brands that I would recommend. I have no affiliation with them. And that's True Dark 
and Ra Optics, and I'll link to both of those in the show notes. There are two brands of blue light blocking glasses that are really good that you could have a go at. In that sense, you know, it helps to wear those blue light blocking glasses, but it isn't a it isn't really going to solve the issue of the energy. For those, I think you need to kick off with the energizer, stand, have the one-legged speaker rule, keep your meeting short and to the point, and vary the location is my final point. So if you normally have a Zoom call at your desk, maybe you can lift your laptop or just do that call on your iPad if you're not sharing your screen and sit in a different room, sit in the garden, just vary the locations and mixing it up. And variety is such a crucial part of well-being. And the problem is that even in an office, we may not be moving much, but at least we're going from the water cooler to the toilets, to the kitchen, to different meeting rooms, meeting room A, meeting room B, meeting room C. On Zoom, it's all in one room. It's all in the same place. You may not have to leave your chair for four hours at a time. So varying the location in which you're doing your Zoom calls can also help with energy. So um, I hope those tips have been helpful. As always, give me your feedback. You can drop me an email to leanne at bodyshopperformance.com. Alternatively, if you're consuming this through social media, drop a, a comment in and let me know if this has been impactful. Good luck energizing your meetings and all the very best for now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. So if you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.